I heard communities. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Renee Danino, and I have some of my favorite people on the planet in my studio on the air with us today. And we're talking about first responders and we're going to celebrate them with a first responders day at high hopes, therapeutic riding. Now we're going to get to all of that, but first let's introduce our guests from Southern police department. Please welcome Sergeant Cindy Torres and her partner canine Jules. Hello. 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 It's so nice to see you here in my studio. I am thrilled to be here. We are thrilled to be here. I know. And you also brought our good friend officer Heather McClellan of the Groton Town Police Department and your partner officer Chase. Hi Renee. I'm so happy to have you here. We are thrilled to be back. Thank you for having us. And I want people to visit mycommunityaccess.com because you're going to get pictures from this event because our silent partner today, someone who we just featured on our show, is officer Rich Simons and his partner uh, officer Heidi from Yale Police Department. Now, we couldn't have this event if it wasn't for High Hopes. So I want to bring in our, our final guest of the day, Chelsea Bourne, who is the program director of High Hopes Therapeutic uh, Riding. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to be here with all of you. Um, before we get to uh, our, our police officer friends and our canine friends, tell everybody about High Hopes, who you are, what you do, and where you're located. So we are in Old Lyme, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. We're approaching our 50th year of providing equine-assisted services. Um, to people of all ages with extraordinary life circumstances. Right. And you do need to be approved. And I don't want to say that in such a, you know, a strict format, but you do have to go through some um, verification to be a part of this program, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So for our traditional therapeutic programs, there's like registration, Mm -hmm. physicians, forms to make sure that we're able to serve folks safely and um, that we are truly the right service to benefit them. And could it be, you know, say in a first responders case, could there be PTSD involved and could there be any other sort of life trauma involved? Absolutely. We work with lots and lots of folks with anxiety, depression, PTSD, um, and sometimes even folks that don't have those specific diagnoses, but have circumstances that, you know, warrant opportunities to work on ourselves and be present and mindful and do something nice for ourselves for a change. (laughs) Now, how does, how does High Hope stay funded? Because I was out there and it's beautiful. It's meticulous. Everything it's, it's run so well. I was so very impressed, but because you are treating people with such needs and depending on what where they are in the spectrum of whatever they're they're going through I mean it, this place is unbelievable Thank how do you, you stay funded yeah we're really really lucky we have a lot of really generous donors in the community and we also do a lot of um, grant work our yeah. development office is very busy they fundraise about a million dollars a year to subsidize um, programs for our participants and programs like our first responder day which is at no cost all right, now, how do we find you and follow you on online and through social media? Yeah, so we're uh, High Hopes Therapeutic Riding on basically all of our social platforms. Okay, and I'll put links up too. Perfect. Now, uh, Officer McClellan, I, I really want to go to you first because you're the one that brought this up to my attention. Uh, I Heart Communities is so honored to be on site that day, but where did this idea come from? Um, so Chelsea and I actually know people in common from High Hopes, and so... Um, I believe Chelsea was the one that actually kind of connected with us. And, you know, she's got uh, law enforcement and her family and and the need for um, maybe for us to find different ways to help ourselves a little bit better and be able to take care of our our minds and our bodies um, outside of the jobs that we do. And so we started talking about kind of some of the things that we could do. And we tried to do this, I think, back in the winter. And it just didn't kind of come together with all of our crazy schedules um, and so finally, we were able to find a day that worked for 
a lot of our our police officers that are involved in this, uh, including Cindy, um, so that we could bring our dogs to the event as yeah. well. And that's another component to it that, that we really wanted to add. Yeah. And we're going to get to the structure of the day and the itinerary, but tell me who, when is it? Number one, mm. how do people register and who is this day specifically for? So the actual event is on May 21st, which is a Sunday. Uh, it'll be from 1130 to three. And the first hour, we're going to have uh, dog yoga, or as we like to call it, doga. Very exciting. Um, very, very exciting. <laughs> so as you know, because you've met all of us, yeah. uh, we have a, a large contingent of comfort dogs with police departments around the state of Connecticut and mm. beyond. Uh, but we, we've been actually working with our dogs in different capacities like yoga and some other things to find creative ways to get them involved with our, our communities. Mm -hmm. um, and so for the first hour, we'll be doing doga with our friend Steph Corbeil from uh, Tau Dog Yoga, who yeah, runs an organization that's specifically made for that. And and she's been on the show. I've known her for many, many oh, years. Really? Yeah. So I, I, I'm i very happy to have her there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then the rest of the, the day will be um, just kind of an open house to allow first responders, military members, and their families yeah. to come down and check out High Hope, see all of it that it has to offer, yeah. um, and, and really just kind of take care of themselves for the day. And, and I want to get back to, to Chelsea in a minute about how people can register for the program, or maybe they'll be inspired to that day. But first, I also want to go to our, our friend, Sergeant Torres, about being involved in this day, because you just did a mental health day at your campus that we were lucky enough to be a part of. I know you combined it with uh, a birthday party, but how important is it for this mental health day, this first responder day, just for the first responders and then additionally for their family members? Sure. So um, we are, have been actively addressing PTSD, PTSI, PTS. There's a whole bunch of different acronyms for it now um, with first responders for, for quite some time now. Yeah. Um, the stigma, we're finally kind of lifting the veil, if you will. Um, now we're looking at it um, as a group that if we can start to react before it happens and teach people about self-care or our first responders, um, just incorporating uh, certain activities in their day, simple activities um, in their day, then that can create moments of self-care that can help mitigate the impact of uh, post-traumatic stress. And then you and I know with the team and many comfort dog groups across the state and of course with, within our family of our police service dogs, right? Uh, but you've been to events that have both benefited for crisis in the community and then also crisis within law enforcement and first responders. How do you all feel when you're done, when you come home at the end of the day? I mean, this this is a day for you guys too. Mm -hmm. I think that's where um, a lot of this came from, this yeah. idea is we start to realize that it's tough for us, you know, the, the compound stress every day um, when we're responding to different calls for assistance, oftentimes we just refer to ourselves as like the, the leash holders, you know, we're at the yeah, other the end. Conduit the conduit to the dogs. Right? That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But in reality, um, as the empaths that we all are, we we take on a lot of that stress and we, we kind of call ourselves out on it. We're, we're, I'm blessed to be part of this team where we recognize 
it within each other and we'll say, hey, you know, you need a day off or you need a break or let's go for a hike together today. So really, this is just a, a moment. It's like a force multiplier. So all of our first responder family can be, be involved in this very special day and their families because their families are part of that. Well, and they feel it too. Yeah. Right? Oh, they do. They feel because it without too. our families, we quite frankly wouldn't be able to do the work, um, whether it's kind of biological family, law enforcement family, um, the friends that we call right. family. Um, we, we just couldn't do it without them. So we want them to be part of the day as well. Chelsea, let's talk a little bit about the day and how it's going to work for High Hopes. Because I think, if I recall, we want to make sure we get, we want to try to get a head count, right? We want to try to understand there's going to be some food and some other things there, trucks and things. So tell me about this day and the best way for people to, to register for it. Yeah, so people really um, can just shoot me an email at seaborn at highhopestr.org or give High Hopes a call and ask to speak with me. I'm just getting a head count on the front end. And then day of, um, if folks want to be really hands-on with the horses, maybe learn about some grooming or learn to lead them, then they can do a waiver in person to do so. And if, if people show up day of, is that okay? Or, I mean, is there, I know email and calling you, but if someone's listening right now, you know, is there going to be a link to sign up for, for this? Is there a cost? I mean, oh, you said there's no cost, right? Or No cost to attend. Um, if someone shows up day of, we're certainly not going to turn them away, yeah. but it would be better for planning, you know, Gotta have enough cupcakes for everybody. Exactly. There you go. I I understand. I'm Italian. I understand that. We gotta know. I tried to get a donut truck, which was an epic failure, but I thought maybe I could use that as like a tool. I know people. (laughs) I know people who have donuts, so don't worry. And I think we don't want to perpetuate any more stereotypes about uh, about first responders. I'm married to a police officer, (laughs) and he falls right into that stereotype. So, speaking from experience only. You know what? Actually, you guys just made me think of of a good point for someone listening now we, we say first responders and I feel like when we say first responders now people will either think of whatever that means to them is it a firefighter is it a police officer is it an EMT is it a, a healthcare professional so for this day specifically this is for first responders and their families this is a no-cost day for them to come and be with people who have similar uh moments in life similar crises mm-hmm. similar things in common so that they can feel comfortable. They can talk and other family members can talk with other family members that know what they're going through. Tell me who you envision coming to this event. And I don't know who wants to take that. We um, hosted an event similar to this one. And I would say the two populations um, missing from the list you just mentioned are military and their families and DOC workers. I would say I would mm-hmm. I would add to that dispatchers yeah. too. Yes. I yep. think often yes. oftentimes we forget about the that's very the folks true. who take the calls. Yes. And, and so for us they're in our police. They're like front line, us. right? Yeah. I mean they get they the, first, the first literal first front line. Yeah, yeah. They're little, so so for this day, if someone's listening, they're like, Do I qualify or what does this mm-hmm. mean, you know, for being a first responder? I just want to make sure that people know how inclusive this is yeah. to the yeah. first responder family. So uh, again, law enforcement of any level, dispatch, same deal with the fire departments, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And same deal if you're an EMT. T or, yep. or EMS, paramedic. paramedic, anybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm a military, as you're saying, yep. and things like yep. that. So, so we just want to make sure people know that they're certainly yep. welcome yep. To, to come to this event. And again, um, just we could just peel off time, date, and place again. It's Sunday, May 21st from 11.30 to 12.30 will be dog yoga. And then 12.30 to 3 will be open house. And do you have to be there the whole day? Can you come at different points in the day? 
Excellent question. You can drop by whenever you would like to mm -hmm. for dog yoga because it will be in our classroom. We will have a maximum capacity of like 15 folks. Um, but for the afternoon, we're we're pretty open. Mm. Now, drop by whenever you want. Let's talk about this because I, I made this mistake with Wolfgang. My son, my, my son, the 70 pound German shepherd, that is my son. Um, you, you need to pre-register for the dog yoga and you can't just be coming in off the street with, with your dog, unless it's like your legal service guide dog or whatever. Let's go, let's explain that. I mean, I know that High Hopes has uh, certain requirements of, of the animals that, that you have on for liability reasons. So yep. I'll let you kind of, yeah. I'll let you take yeah. that one. Yeah. So for dog yoga, um, it would have to be a service dog or like one of the police canines, comfort dogs. Um, for the open house events, we just have to be really mindful and thoughtful mm -hmm. for our horse's safety. Um, and for that reason, dogs will not be included in that part of the day. Yeah. When and, we talk about yeah. dog yoga, yeah. it's, we're really talking about the comfort dogs of, yes. of the police departments that are yep. involved in the planning. And then like Chelsea said, if somebody has a service dog that, that, that is used for, um, for their own purposes, obviously they are welcome to right, as right. well. We Understood. provide the dogs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Show up. Dogs are provided. So don't, don't bring dogs off the it's street. Been, it's and not I made that mistake. <laughs> I, I did make that mistake and you did not play around. Wolfie, Wolfie did not come out. So that was, that was the end of that. And I understood that and I respect yeah. that. And, and, you know, this is a calm, serene place. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of, I think this is a lot is going to come from this event. Just, you know, even from, from me going there and I am not a first responder in any way, shape or form, but even just going there and seeing the beauty of, of the farm. And just seeing the horses and just, it, I felt calm, mm. you know. We're very lucky for our facility. Yeah. It's beautiful, like a pond. It's very picturesque and serene. And um, it's sort of like mind-blowing even when we like pull in the parking lot every day. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. nice and yeah, relaxing. You get to work there. Yeah. Um, uh, Sergeant Torres, uh, talk a little bit about some of the trauma um, that you have faced over the past few months that, will make this day beneficial to you because you know, you, you have a responsibility not only at Southern, but then you're requested to yes. go out with jewels to, uh, like you were just saying, to hold that leash, to be a part of these things. So tell mm -hmm. me a little bit about what you've seen and how this day is going to be so meaningful for you. Certainly. So on a daily basis, um, so each of our dogs work in different capacities in our police departments for um, Jules and I at Southern. Uh, the work that we do is predominantly with survivors of violence. Um, violence against women uh, has been an area that I've worked in, in the past 25 years in policing. And now to have Jules with me on a daily basis, um, spending time with survivors, it doesn't have to be somebody that just recently experienced trauma or violence in their life, but it could have been past, you know, childhood trauma. We're not counselors, but um, we are good listeners. And Jules is someone that offers a lot of comfort to our community as a whole. Um, so that being said, like you said, we, we're out on call as well. So we can get a call. We did respond to Bristol. We were honored to have been asked to go. And we did after the, um, the, the murders of the officers. Um, those are that is obviously not a typical day for us, but we do go to funerals. We respond to children's hospitals. We go and spend time uh, in classrooms for kids that that need some special assistance as well. So, this is something that. You know, to spend a day together with, again, our family, our, our first responder families, our military families, who all understand um, how that kind of is compounded, you know, on our, in, with us. 
it will help us to relieve some of that stress. Yeah. Just a one day together in a safe space to share our stories, to share or not say a word, but just to spend time together will make a difference. You know, it, it in doing this job, this particular program for 17 years now and having um, military and first responders on and, you know, even healthcare professionals, right? You know, sometimes if I'm running late or if I don't get something edited on time or whatever, it's a very different, it's very different your jobs, you know, especially if someone has seen conflict, uh, you know, in mm-hmm. war, you know, to be late for a meeting here, you know, we think it's the end of the world. But, you know, we're we have very different stress levels, not to take away anybody's stress and what they see on a daily basis. But it's very different um, when it comes to our first responders and covering that umbrella that we just, you know, spoke about. So to give you just like even one day, mm-hmm. you know, it should be like one day, a quarter at least right, mm-hmm. or, or more, you know, just to say thank you and also give you that safe space where you don't have to account for anything where you can just feel free little dog yoga doga am i saying that doga doga i'm sorry we haven't really uh, allowed ourselves that you know so in in years past it's been something that we didn't talk about there's been such a stigma related to um two things one is it sounds awfully self-serving for us to allow ourselves that but we need to right (laughs) it's not self-serving you know it's not self-serving right the better we are yeah the better we serve our community right, right. community. So we, we're starting to really recognize that now and, and take action in that way. So we're, let's embrace it. I think that's a benefit with the animals too, because you don't have to say it out loud, right? Like they're yeah. just non-judgmental and can help you heal without having to say it. And so sometimes that's a really nice first step that's for so people true. to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and Officer McClellan, I want to sort of pose the same question to you because you're out there on calls. You have your regular assignments, but then you get requested and you mm-hmm. have to go and see people and you go and in areas where the regular public doesn't go. So how will this day benefit you? Well, I think that specifically since we've developed our programs with the dogs, uh, we've by nature of what we're doing now, we are seeking out the the folks that need us the most or we were being sought out by people that that have gone through trauma and so um i I might not be on the road right now i might not be going to calls for service but you know what we're doing in the community and other communities is going to the trauma like it's not you know we're now just going to a car accident or we're going to go take a report on something it's oh no we're going to a funeral we're going to Uh, a a school because two kids were just killed in a car accident. We're going to these things that we know that we're going to be faced with a lot of emotion. We're going to be faced with, um, you know, a lot of trauma that, that folks have been experiencing. And now we're bringing dogs into the situation. So it's not just a day for us. Our dogs are, I mean, they, they absorb so much on a daily basis. Not only are they absorbing everybody else's stuff, Um, even when you don't think they are and they're sleeping at somebody's feet, but they're absorbing the emotions that we have as a response to that as their handlers. And so for us to be able to just take a day and, and identify it as this is a day for us. And it it says, you know, this is needed and hopefully it's, it's something that we can start doing on as a norm as other places will will pick up on it and and we'll continue the relationship that we've built with high hopes to hopefully have Cindy and I go over there and and work with some horses because I'm not, you know, I I'm I don't I haven't been around horses a lot, but I really am intrigued by the idea of of using this relationship with them to to kind of feel that therapeutic value. So 
we're excited for it. We're, we're really looking forward to it. All right. Should uh, Officer Chase be concerned about you getting another officer, you know, Wilbur? Oh, a horse officer? <laughs> <laughs> There'd be too much competition for food in our house. So. Well, this is an amazing day. We're honored to be a part of it. If people want to get more information, especially if you're a first responder or a family member of, and you think this is going to be a, a beneficial day, once again, I'm going to turn it to Chelsea. Just sort of wrap this up. Time, date, place. How can they get involved and be a part of it? It's Sunday, May 21st from 1130 to 3. Um, and for more information, feel free to visit our website at highhopestr.org and visit our social channels. It seems like Chase might have something to say. <laughs> Very official, well, we'll, Chase. We'll put that uh, information up at mycommunityaccess.com as well. I want to thank all of our guests for being here on iHeart Communities. And a big shout out to the unsung hero of today's interview, Officer Rich Simons and <laughs> Officer Heidi. Thank you guys for coming. He was in the audience. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I really appreciate all you do and all the first responders that are listening right now. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you.